What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show. And uh, today I wanted to jump in to uh, in, and dive in into uh, into the Bridgerweight division, the WBC's Bridgerweight division. Uh, it's a division in which they announced several months back, uh, and very little information was released at the time. Uh, we knew as to the inspiration behind the name, uh, as uh, Mauricio Suleiman announced, and the purpose behind it or the premise behind the division. Um, nonetheless, to date, as of the moment that this episode's coming out, we still don't have a single match set up uh, in this Bridgerweight division. Uh, we do have a list of contenders that has been released since then, uh, as of a couple weeks ago. So let's dive in. Let's take a look at, at what the Bridgerweight division is, um, why the division was named Bridgerweight. Uh, the name came from, uh, as Mauricio Suleiman put it, the inspiration came from the the news story that went viral in which a six-year-old Bridger Walker uh, came to the aid of his four-year-old sister. His four-year-old sister was attacked by a dog and this took place in the in the state of Wyoming. Um, Bridger was uh, was able to protect his younger sibling from from the dog uh, during the attack uh, in which he ended up being badly wounded. I don't know if you guys caught wind of this viral story. I'm sure you did. Those of you that didn't, look it up. Very serious injuries that he sustained to his face. Uh, he was badly wounded by by this dog's bite. Um, the dog's owner ended up coming to the rescue, ended up helping Bridger, and um, and put pressure on the wounds until medical staff arrived. Um, the story caught, caught wind, right? It was headlines all over the place, and this ended up... Um, uh, causing uh, a stir within Mauricio Suleiman, or at least an uh, inspiration within him to to do something in the name or in the honor of this young brave boy who came to the rescue of his younger sibling without thinking about it. Right? Obviously, you're looking at a big beast, an animal uh, that's going to overpower you. Scary teeth, scary bite. At that age, you're very impressionable, right? And and he came to the aid of his four year old sister being in trouble and. Yeah, what a what a hero, right? Small, small, small hero, and a huge heart, huge act on on his behalf. So if you if you didn't catch on to to that story, look into it. Bridger Walker. Um, so Mauricio Suleiman. Not only was he inspired by this, but he ended up uh, naming Bridger Walker uh, an honorary WBC champion. He presented him with his own belt. So that was really neat. That was pretty cool by the WBC. Um, prior to uh, to the Bridgerweight name being coined, uh, many referred to the idea in conversation as uh, as a super cruiserweight division when the talks of this division uh, were, were initiated. Um, and it may be used by the other sanctioning bodies. Also to date, not only do we not have a single fight scheduled, uh, to, as the inaugural fight for this Bridgerweight division, um, there's obviously no champion, uh, that, that's holding the Bridgerweight belt at the moment. And, uh, and none of the other major sanctioning bodies to date, as of the moment of this episode, have jumped on board as to creating, uh, their own Bridgerweight division or Super Cruiserweight, uh, division. What's the purpose of this division? The new weight class, this new weight class that Mauricio Suleiman and the WBC uh, announced um, as the Bridger weight division is going to operate between 200 and 224 pounds. So that hence why they were coining the super cruiser weight, right? 
uh, the, you have the cruiserweight and you have the heavyweights, right? And there's always these fighters. Like back in the day, we used to have Thomas Adamek as someone that comes to mind, amongst others, uh, many others. Uh, he comes to mind because he was a cruiserweight and going up in weight, uh, made it to cruiserweight, and then ended up fighting as a heavyweight, but he was a smaller heavyweight. So this would be that merger, uh, that division to where they could have a shot at competing with the smaller of the heavyweights and the bigger cruiserweights would be able to meet in this division. Um, obviously, uh, it would mitigate some of that disadvantage for the smaller fighters uh, and they would, they would have a, a platform in where they could compete at a high level. Um, that's the premise behind this bridge weight division. So pretty neat, right? The problem is that it's another weight class, another weight division coming into play as if there wasn't enough titles, right? Nonetheless, the premise and the purpose of it is I could understand it, right? I could definitely appreciate that because we have seen smaller bodied um, cruiserweights uh, making their way up or even maybe like a, like a Usyk would probably compete in this even Deontay Wilder would possibly compete in this in this division right he's a he's a taller body lankier uh skinnier and it's harder for him to put on weight and sustain the weight much like an Andy Ruiz would or a Luis Ortiz so he's he his power is what's kept him in that heavyweight division and he would definitely be a who's who in this bridgeweight division or super cruiserweight division so some key points, right? None of the other sanctioning bodies have jumped on board uh, and and named their own super cruiserweight or bridgeweight version of the division. Uh, WBC is the only one to date. There's no champion to date, and a single fight hasn't been announced uh, to um, to inaugurate this this division to to get it to to kick it off, right? Um, anybody who fights within uh, within the bridge weight limit requirements is still going to be able to compete in the heavyweight division so they're not going to be confined which is also good news the wbc is being open in that uh they're obviously hopeful right they're hoping that by introducing the new weight class it's going to allow the best cruiserweight contenders and the best uh the best of the lighter heavyweight fighters and which is what i was mentioning to cover that note um this is the cool thing. What they announced, and I just mentioned it a little bit ago, they announced their, their top 15 ranked fighters. So the first 15 ranked fighters, uh, they announced their list. These are fighters that are, that are decently known. Uh, some are lesser known and, uh, we'll cover that list. Uh, I'll let you know here, but the number one contender, definitely popular, popular Colombian, uh, Colombian fighter Oscar Rivas, 26 and one with 18 knockouts. And he's already come out. I believe as of a few weeks ago, he said he'd be willing to to challenge for for that title and be the first to challenge for that title and represent the Bridgerweight division. So he's on board. He's ranked number one. Number two, Riyad Merhi, 29 and one, uh, fighting out of Belgium with 24 knockouts, solid record on his part. Number three, Kevin Lerena, uh, 25 and one. 12 knockouts to to out of his victories uh at fighting out of South Africa uh Dimitri uh Kudryashov 24 and 3 with 23 knockouts fighting out of Russia uh Evgeny Romanov one of the names one of the more popular names uh ranked number 5 15 and 0 11 knockouts currently undefeated uh definitely an up and coming prospect Russian fighter as well Bryant Jennings, we've seen him in there uh, with big names. I believe, if I'm 
if I'm correct, this is a, several years ago. He ended up fighting against Vlad Klitschko. Uh, Brian Jennings was definitely, he's definitely a good candidate for, for this division. One of the smaller heavyweights, and he was outsized uh, by Vlad Klitschko in, in that fight. Good, good boxer, decent pedigree on uh, that, that he brings to the table. 24-4 and four record, 14 knockouts fighting out of the United States. Uh, Arthur Spilka, another name that we know, fighting out of Poland, 24-4, and four, 16 knockouts um, to his record, ranked number eight. Alan Babic, uh, Croatian fighter, 6-0, six knockouts. So 6-0, all victories by way of knockout, up-and-coming prospect. Um, number nine, Joel Tambue, 17-2, eight knockouts out of Belgium. Uh, Shiga Budin Aliyev, 9-0, six knockouts, Russian fighter. Marco Huck, this is another one that I was considering and it was popping in my head earlier when I was mentioning Thomas Adamek. Marco Huck is another fighter who was a cruiserweight. He was in the lighter divisions and then ended up going to cruiserweight, ended up competing in heavyweight. Uh, German fighter Marco Huck, he's been around for quite a bit. They have him in this ranking as the 11th fighter, 42-5. and five. He's a little bit on the latter stages of his career already. He should be getting pretty close to hanging up those gloves maybe within the next year, next couple years. Marco Huck's been around for quite a bit. Um, nonetheless, he's the other one, and I just couldn't think of his name. I could picture his face. I, I wasn't able to remember his name, and sure enough, he's on this list. Uh, ranked number 11, 42-5, and five, 28 knockouts, German fighter. Number 12, Bilal Lagune, 25-2, 14 knockouts out of Belgium. Uh, 13th uh, rank, Samuel Kaje, 15-1. So 15 victories, one defeat, 12 of those victories by way of knockout, French fighter. Uh, Rashid Kazoif, 8-0, another up-and-coming prospect. So we keep seeing this trend right in this uh, top 15. Rashid Kazoif, 8-0, five knockouts, Russian fighter. So 8-0 record. We just mentioned uh, Shigabudin Aliyev, 9-0, six knockouts, Russian fighter. Uh, Alan Babic, 6-0, six knockouts, Croatian fighter. So they're definitely... Europe is definitely representing big here. Uh, only one United States fighter that we mentioned. Uh, let me finish off the list. That was Rashid Kudzoev, 8-0, five knockouts out of Russia. And then uh, Isaac Chamberlain out of, uh, out of the UK, uh, British fighter, 12-1 with six knockouts. Isaac Chamberlain uh, puts the caps off this uh, 15, the, the 15 ranked fighters that the Bridgerweight division WBC has released. Um, how many Russian fighters do we have on here? We have two, three, four Russian fighters on this list. Uh, Belgian fighters, we have one, two, three Belgian fighters. Um, German, we have one, which is Marco Huck. British fighters, we only have one. United States only has one. Colombia uh, only has one, which is the number one top fighter. So that's... Uh, as a matter of fact, it's not just that Colombia has one. Uh, South America as a whole only has one. Uh, Central America doesn't have anybody. North America has the United States, Bryant Jennings. Uh, France has one fighter in there. And Poland, Arthur Spielka, is in there. South African fighter, Kevin Lerena. So 
I mean, it's well represented. It seems like it's well spread out, but Russia's heavy in here. Russia and Belgium are running the show in those top 15. And, uh, and they definitely got the records. They got the punching power. And I think this is going to be a good division for these fighters to shine. And they're a little bit on the smaller side for the full heavyweight, um, division. Uh, nonetheless, they've been competing at it. So this would be, this would be a pretty cool opportunity for them. So again, bridgeweight division, 200 to 224 pounds. Uh, it's going to sit between the cruiserweight and heavyweight divisions. To date, no fight has been announced yet. Oscar Rivas, the number one ranked fighter on this 15, uh, on the, on this list of 15 fighters that has been released as ranked by the WBC. Oscar Rivas out of Colombia willing to, to represent this division. And now we just need to find him an opponent, right? So hopefully it'd be. Rivas against Riyad Murhi, uh, the number two ranked fighter. That would be, that would make sense to me. Um, let's keep an eye on this Bridgeweight division. Like I said, no champion yet. No fight to date has been scheduled. The other sanctioning bodies have not jumped on board. And I know I repeated this three, four times already during the episode, but those are key points, right? If there's not going to be any support for this, it may very well just fizzle out as an idea. But it does have a good premise, and it seems like it has a good purpose. It could definitely uh, be purposeful for the smaller fighters and the ones that are on the larger side of the cruiserweight. So let's keep an eye on that. And also, listen, if you didn't know about the story about Bridger Walker saving his sister, coming to the aid of his four-year-old sister uh, who was under attack by by a dog, check out the story. Heartwarming story. Uh, heart of a hero for this young this this young uh, six-year-old child whose life has now changed uh, because of these events. And I have no doubt that he's going to do big things in life uh, with a heart like that. Listen, sky's the limit for, for Bridger Walker. So we hope that he's doing well. I believe he is doing well. He's got some scarring in his face now. Um, but Listen, his heart's going to carry him to to a fruitful life. So with that said, uh, we'll close out today's episode. Keep an eye out for the Bridgerweight division, and I'll be talking to you all soon. Take care of yourselves. Have a good night.